Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. So it's a big company's doomed. <laughs> it, you get to that kind of innovator's dilemma thing. Of course big companies are doomed. The good thing for big companies is a lot of times they have an 80 year run and a lot of people make a lot of money along the way. But sure, what big company hasn't lost? So I guess, you, I mean, they Right, I mean, look, look, that's a very important statement. Like, 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 like Woolworths. IBM, like, like, and IBM's still kicking. It's not like it's dead, but Woolworths is it? Like, like, and and IBM is not what IBM was in 1979. Uh, Microsoft is not what Microsoft was in 1992. You know, Google is not what Google was in 2001. Like, why did Google let Facebook happen? Like, right? Like, like, you know, I mean, I don't think people get it. Like, of course, that's what happens. Show me. I don't live in fantasy land. Doesn't happen. There's not a single client that does the work that I want them to do. Yet. Period. Okay. Um, because look, first of all, if you're in client services, it will never happen. Yeah. Like anybody who cries about that in client services should get out of client services. Like I hate when people are like, oh, the client doesn't get it. This sucks, they're stupid. I'm like, you're stupid. We're reverse engineers. The problem we solve for them is their problem. I don't care if what you need you meet, you know, Chase is a client of ours in the US, right? Like they're huge. They have a million problems. Uh, and when and when I say problems, the truth is, and I'm sure you guys feel this way, they have a million opportunities. Sure. Right? Do they want people to open up bank accounts? Great. There's a strategy for that. Do do they want to recruit talent? I mean, I would tell you a lot of people who are listening right now, the biggest thing I think so we have a division called Vayner Solutions. It's run by Dog, Dennis, Dennis OG. I can't even pronounce, I'm Russian and can't pronounce his last name. You know, when I think about the $150,000 audit that we're selling, because we're not Bain or McKinsey yet, and we would normally, you know, in four years we're gonna sell, what, what I'm about to tell you, we would sell for $150,000. A bank listening would reach out to us and say, hey, we want you to audit our ability to acquire better talent for our bank from a technology and innovation, not developers, but marketers and executives who have digital DNA so that our bank can survive this inevitable death blow that whether it's cryptocurrency or Apple and Google and Amazon and Facebook's foray into their world, this is what's gonna happen to them. Well, when I think about the $150,000 package we play for the audit and then the output and the advice and the presentation, that is ridiculous ROI. I also am empathetic to why they don't see that. And then I'm excited for them to not buy it now but buy it for a million dollars in four years. But like that's something I think a lot of like banks and B2B companies should be hiring us for. And then the, and then the video output, right? Like I, I just think nobody makes the modern day commercial better than my company. Like if you wanna spend $300,000 to make something happen, I think our $150,000 video and our $150,000 Facebook ads and influencers on Instagram will give you a better chance than any Google or programmatic, any commercial, any print. And so that's what we strive to do. It's just work. Like there's just no shortcuts. It's a marathon. You know, like it's a ton of work. It's, a, it's, it's about being right. I love when people are like, well, you've gotta be smart, not just right, work hard. Oh yeah, Gary, but you gotta work smart. I'm like, no shit, dick. Like yes, of course you have to work smart. Next, the yeah. part that people don't want to do is work hard. Yeah. Like the the smart part is not controllable. Like either you're smart about your strategy or not. Like the hard part is controllable. Like you can work 
five extra hours a day instead of watching TV or going to the pub. You can work on the weekends like I did for every single year of my 20s, all of them. Every year of my 20s I worked on Saturday for 14 hours in the liquor store. I don't know, nobody who in my company works on Saturday ever. So like, you know, I think, uh, anyway. The harder you work, the luckier you get, right? It's an amazing correlation, isn't it? Do you know how hard it is for me to do this vlog? 90% of my meetings are talking about raises and clients and salaries and firing and strategizing about clients' work. Uh, you know, there's a PR headache we have with a client right now. People are mad at me. I can't speak to it. I'm legally obligated. Like, like you know, it's gonna happen to you. The vlog's been interesting to me. It is really um, an interesting piece of content because I treat it as something that I would have made for the 15-year-old me, right? Like, I learn by watching. Like, people are like, Gary, you're, you know, somebody stopped me in the street yesterday in London. It's like, Gary, you're getting too motivational. I need more details. Like, you're getting away from who you are. I'm like, you're getting confused. This is who I am. You need to watch what I'm doing. I say it, you know, I say it a lot, right? Watch what I'm doing. Why am I doing this podcast? You don't have, a, you don't have one of the five biggest podcasts in the world. All my handlers think this is the biggest waste of 30 minutes ever. This is critiqued as a bad idea. Now let's break down why I'm doing it. I think karma is practical. I like giving back to my community. I think it's ROI positive. Do I think you have a million fucking people listening to this? No, I do not. Do I think that 13 people have never heard of me before listen to this and get on to me? I sure do. Do I think in a 15 year window that that becomes valuable in my 30 minutes? Because my 30 minutes are probably worth $100,000 now. Um, yeah, I do in 15 years. Do I think in the next 15 weeks? I don't. 15 months? Nope. 1.5 years? Probably not. That's it. Sure. That's how I think about the world. We're not historians. We don't look back to 1955 and say, who was dominating from 1855 to 1916? Like, we don't do that. Like, we think, oh my God, my company's been around for 120 years. We're not going anywhere because they just don't do the homework. Yeah. I think voice is gonna be a, so I would, say, I would actually ladder it up. I would say voice. I think that podcast ads, becoming a podcast, Alexa skills, these are all things that are very top of mind for me. One thing that people um, are uh, misunderstanding is that time is the only thing that is driving our behavior, right? Like, like only thing. Time is an emerging thing that's driving our behavior above and beyond entertainment, escapism, things of that nature. So, Meaning if you can save it, you can win. Correct. Meaning when you are driving, you are not watching a video. You're just not. And so, but you have Bluetooth now and your car has Bluetooth and instead of the serendipity of whatever the local station is playing or the music that you've had on your whatever, you know, it's been interesting to watch people shift from music consumption to information. Podcasting is big. Big, 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 big. You know what's so funny too about It's what we're building. We just launched a new division called Vayner Experience. Because That's what they're calling it now for us too, right? Total brand experience. Because we think activations matter. Yeah. Like we, we are obsessed with activating. Like there's so much product to be sold when the Rugby World Championship was here, but every brand paid a sponsorship, had some cockamanian booth outside of Wembley Stadium and called it a day. Yeah. I'm, fa- I'm fascinated by how much money brands are wasting on activations without 
making social content created by people in the batter. Everybody's making the cupcake and then at the end going, oh, let's do a hashtag like on the sign and people put that and nobody gives a fuck. When an influencer takes a picture, when a person takes a picture of your product without you knowing, without you knowing, yeah. like it happens every day. Yeah. You guys aren't in control of the narrative. People are seeing it in different lights. Some retailers put you on an end cap at $3.99. Others put you on a pedestal for $4.19. You guys are not in control, but you think you are and you're justifying that marketing talk because that's how everybody was taught marketing yeah. 40 fucking years ago. It's ludicrous. This, it stands for, everybody's interpreting differently. Louis Vuitton, go ahead, write it down. Write down right now two sentences on Louis Vuitton. Knock yourselves out. Let's see how fucking aligned this actually is. This is what marketers think is happening. It's not real. Yeah. What, is it, what does that mean? It's schizophrenic, it's not schizophrenic at all. It's the, re- I know I have to go. It's the, rea- <laughs> it's the, re- it's the reality, it's the, re- it's the reality of what is actually happening. So yeah, that's what I think. For my audience, the, the, they all know the sort of importance of personal branding, but if you had to do just one thing, um, one sort of concerted effort of building a personal brand, you could only do one thing, whether that's sort of Instagram, etc. what would that one thing be? Daily vlog. And do- documenting yourself. 100%. And not painting a fake narrative. So if you're on the, like the biggest problem that people make, or mistake, excuse me, not problem, that people make when they're building a personal brand is they want to fake it before they made it. They want to say they're this, or they start a vlog and they start doing shit that they've never done. Like, my vlog's boring as fuck. Like, it's been, like, I've done, how, what are we at, Rock 250? Whatever. I've done 200 episodes plus, and like, 84% of them have similarities, right? Like. I think that if you're gonna document versus creating, then you've gotta document your truth. So if you're just like a bro in the basement of your house trying to become an eSports celebrity and you kinda suck at Call of Duty or League of Legends, just fucking document it. Like document going to 7-Eleven and buying Doritos. Like document like taking the, 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 the cab to the fucking grocery. Like people are genuinely, so I think people think they're trying to paint a documentary or be on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, what they should be doing is doing a reality show. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and if you're just truly yourself, you have a much better chance of success because the only thing that is unique are, are you know, it's very cliche, like, you're, you're like a fucking snowflake. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, that's true. And if, and if someone's life is boring, boring yeah. do they still document? Yes. Yeah. But then what they have to understand is, if they're boring and not smart and not interesting and not funny and not attractive, nobody's gonna watch. Good. Like, like you've gotta have something. Mm. Like, like we all, like why do you think people break out? Like it is talent. Mm. But if you're not documenting, like you, look, there's an unlimited amount of people that can win on vlogging and on Instagram because they're just fucking hot. Mm. They may not be that interesting but if you're building more exposure, you're a model. Some people are comedians. Some people are business legends. You know, like some, you know, some people are gonna be what they're gonna be. So I think, I think that, uh, I think that documenting makes sense because the other thing is, if you're not documenting, as a personal brand, you're pondering, you're overthinking. It's about production. It's about putting it out there. What's very different than the old TV world, the old music world that we all grew up with is I think people overthink their content. There's too much supply and demand issues with content. You can never, you know, feed the audience 
too much because they're not consuming every little thing you're doing. And if they are, and I have that, I have a personality where people get in the rabbit hole and they're there for a while and then they kick out and they kick back in. It's no different than when you're really into an artist. You're all about fucking Lady Gaga for like a year and then you're not for a year or two and then if Gaga's good enough and her next album's good, right? I'm a big believer that you just build the biggest building by building the biggest building. I don't spend any time tearing down people's buildings. Biggest reason I don't talk a lot about the bad part of entrepreneurship is I don't want people to get the misperception that I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur, you're not. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're depressed, if you're like sad, if you're going into debt, there's people like going into $100,000 in credit card debt to start their company and they've never sold anything in their lives because they want to put entrepreneur on a fucking Instagram profile. Like that scares me. Like that's gonna have ramifications. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, everybody's different. I love eating shit. I love the process. I'm only about the journey. I even think subconsciously I leave a lot of money on the table because I'm trying to foreplay the outcome. Like I think it's so locked in that I'm trying to like delay it. Because um, I love it so much, you know. So everybody's different. Everybody wants stuff. I don't want stuff. I don't want a yacht. I don't want a watch. I don't want a jet. I want the New York Jets. Jets. <laughs> uh, but that's about it. And honestly, even that, I would far prefer. If you told me if I could have it my way, mm. would I take the Jets at 64 or would I take the Jets at 46? I would take it at 64. I want the grind. I want the narrative. I want the legacy. I want the documentation of it. Because I know it's gonna be way more powerful when I have 27 years of vlogs of showing how I got there because that's not seeing just Instagram. Yeah. So when kid rolls up at me at 62 and goes, da, 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 I'll be like, go watch Daily V <laughs> 1 to 14,086. Then, right? Because yeah. that's, no, that's your point. Mm. That's what's so great about this body of work. I'm gonna have something. You know, I wish people, I've started putting up some older content. I put up a piece on Instagram yesterday from 2008, saying the same shit, it's fucking 10 years later. I've been doing this for a long time. This was, everyone's like, Gary, like, obviously I've had some real viral growth Mm -hmm. in my personal brand the last six months. Mm -hmm. It's definitely taken a different leap. But people are like, oh, you're, you know, you blew up overnight. I'm like, fuck me. (laughs) I'm like, really? I'm an 18 year old entrepreneur. Yep. Um, I am, I've started a business. Um, what question, and I, I know I'm meeting you today, <clears throat> what question should I be asking you? That's a great question actually. So I'm gonna answer that slightly different. I'm gonna answer it with anything that allows me to say something that makes you realize don't give a fuck about anything for the next 18 years. If I could convince every 18 year old entrepreneur to shut down the emotional needs for short term shit mm-hmm. until they're 36, they will all be successful. Let me, let me tell you a secret. This is a little secret. The majority of entrepreneurs that you look up to shit on you behind your back because they can see the short-term bullshit behavior. The biggest thing I tell a lot of kids I, I fall in love with emotionally, I'm like, bro, you might be tricking 93%, but the 7% that rule the world think you're a clown. And that is the energy that I want to give the 18-year-old. How much time you have, and when you're doing short-term shit and faking the funk and raising capital and not actually building a business or playing the part or just going to parties or renting a yacht when you don't have it to play the part, you're tricking 93% and it feels real good. The problem is the 7% are gonna matter, think you've already lost with them. There's a lot of people that I've crossed out that everybody thinks is super cool 
and they're not gonna be here in six years because I've been through this before. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much. We got really it. Appreciate awesome, my pleasure. Podcast listeners, I really appreciate you giving me your ear. I respect it. I appreciate it. You want to one-star this shit? Cool. But if you want to five-star it, even better.